Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an inside look on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we'll be talking all about Venus entering Gemini. But in case you missed it last week, we talked all about Mercury entering Taurus and the full moon in Libra, which do theoretically happen the week that this episode comes out so if you want to be in the loop with what's happening in the week of this episode's release then definitely listen to that episode before diving into this one and just to give you a heads up next week we have two really big important transits that we will be discussing the first one is the solar eclipse in Aries which is the beginning of a new eclipse cycle and Mercury retrograde will happen in the sign of Taurus per usual if you have any questions about anything that we discuss in this episode or anything coming up in the astrology feel free to send us questions on spotify and we will answer them in next week's episode and after a short ad break we're gonna get right into it when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So. Venus entering Gemini. This happens on April 11th at 1247 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Per usual, the date and time are from the website astroseek.com. Now, what you need to know is that in life in general, you're going to start noticing that you're a little bit more curious And you might also find that the desire to learn new things and gain new information is going to be a little bit more of a priority, whether it be learning from others or just wanting to do some independent research. How this affects you is you're going to be more social during this time. Gemini is a very chatty, fun, lighthearted energy. So you can expect to have really good conversations. You might be exploring new ideas and wanting to talk things out with other people. Now, why this matters, though, because Venus is how we relate to others and 
As we mentioned, Gemini energy is very curious. It likes to learn new things, get new information, get the inside scoop, but it also tends to get a little bit bored easily. So if you find creatively, you just are a little bit more bored and are seeking something new to do or in your social life, you maybe haven't prioritized it as much and you've been a little bored and want to start making plans. That's definitely something that you can expect and also to... Gemini energy is really funny and you might find that one of the ways you want to cure your boredom is through a good laugh, looking at memes, or just scrolling on TikTok. Something you might not know is that Gemini is a mutable sign and mutable signs are really good at going with the flow. So you might find that as you're making plans and wanting to engage and explore new activities that new things come up and you're a little bit more inclined to be spontaneous. So how long does this energy last? Venus will enter Cancer on May 7th at 1025 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you have between April 11th and May 7th to enjoy the Venus and Gemini energy. Certain signs will be more affected than others. Keep in mind that when we're talking about placements, we mean the personal placements, sun, moon, rising, Mercury, Venus, or Mars. If you have Gemini placements, then Venus in Gemini will really highlight your self-expression and relationships. If you have Sagittarius placements, then you might find that you do need to find some balance in your social life or your finances because Venus does deal with our finances and spending habits and things like that. If you have Virgo or Pisces placements, then Venus in Gemini will be square those placements. This can bring about some challenges when it comes to our relationships, all different kinds, whether that's with family, friends, coworkers. You also might find that you feel a little bit scattered and pulled in a lot of different directions as you're enjoying the very fun, spontaneous curious energy. There's a lot of things that you want to do and it could be hard to narrow it down and prioritize. And certain rising signs are more likely to find love. The first being Sagittarius risings because Venus will be in your seventh house of relationships and then also Aquarius rising since Venus will be in your fifth house of romance. And this is rising sign only If I didn't mention your placement, it is for a reason. This is tropical rising sign only. And also, if you're a Gemini Venus and are curious about what your Venus return means, we did talk about Venus returns in the end of last week's episode, if you want to check that out. Now, there's some key dates you're going to want to pay attention to while Venus is in Gemini. The first being on the day that Venus enters Gemini, April 11th, Venus is trying Pluto. This could add a level of intensity to your relationships in your life if you're finding that you're wanting to have deep conversations with the people that you know that is to be expected. And then on April 14th, Venus will be square Saturn. Squares do bring about some tension and Saturn is a more serious energy. So you might find that you're focused on setting boundaries in certain aspects or relationships in your life and opening up in other ways. It also could be a good day to have more serious conversations. Then on May 4th, Venus will be square Neptune. Now, to be honest, this might be a day where you are a little bit suspicious of other people. Neptune is a very confusing energy and squares create tension. So when the two come in contact, 
in a square. It does make us have a hard time seeing people for who they really are or what their true intentions are. But just remember, it's just a day and the energy will pass very quickly. The following day on May 5th, Venus will be sextile Jupiter. This is a very positive and social energy. This is also the same day as the full moon in Scorpio. That's just something to keep in mind. And that's pretty much it for Venus in Gemini. And now we're going to get into some of your questions. So if you want to know what it means when Venus transits your 12th house, what you can expect during a 5th house perfection year, or also what the difference between sidereal and tropical is, then definitely stick around as we answer those questions but if you decide to leave now totally understand just make sure you're following us on social media we are on instagram tiktok and youtube at blme the stars now let's get into the questions so jade our first question is is your sidereal chart the same thing as your tropical chart no (laughs) so These are both two different systems that are based on two different things. If I'm not mistaken, the Dereal is based off of like numbers and degrees and Tropical is based off the seasons. If you think about spring equinox being Aries and winter solstice being Capricorn, etc., they are different. So they're different calculations. Your signs might be different in sidereal versus tropical. On this podcast, we are using tropical astrology. So that's just something to keep in mind, but they're different. Next question. Kara, what does it mean when Venus transits your 12th house? So when Venus is in your 12th house, you might find that you are a little bit more inclined to spend time alone. This is a good time to recharge, rest, relax. Just because you are spending more time alone, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are lonely. It just means that you are feeling a little bit more private and you want to do things on your own, take things slowly. It also could be a very good time for your creativity. You might want to make a vision board or scrapbook or journal. So Jade, moving on to our next question. What happens during a fifth house perfection year? So your fifth house perfection year happens when you are four years old, 16, 28, 40, 52, 64, 76, etc. Those are the main ages that your fifth house perfection year happens. And during that year of your life, You really start to prioritize fifth house themes, which could include recreation. So having fun. If you are into video games, you're playing video games. If you have any hobbies, you're spending more time working on those hobbies. If you're into the performing arts, you might find that that's a very active year for you in regards to the performing arts. Also, too, if you're an athlete, You might be getting more into certain competitions in your sport, playing sports, all things recreation fall in the fifth house. But outside of recreational activities and hobbies, competition, etc., it's just a fun year where you want to socialize and just enjoy life, have fun. (laughs) And also too, though, since the fifth house is the house of childish joys, you might find that some inner child healing does come about during that. But obviously, 
what exactly happens during the fifth house perfectioner is going to matter based on your chart, the chart ruler or the ruler of the fifth house. And if there's any planets that are in your fifth house in your chart and during transit, that's also something to consider. But in general, think those themes. That's pretty much it for the questions. And this is your reminder, if you have any other questions, maybe about upcoming transits or astrology in general, you can send them to us on Spotify and we'll be able to answer them in future episodes. But if you have a question that you think is better suited for a personal reading, then this is your reminder that we do offer readings. Readings are hosted on an app called Intro, which allows for FaceTime style calls. We have readings for as short as 15 minutes to as long as one hour. You decide who you want the reading with and what you want to talk about. When you go to book the reading, there is a slot for you to answer your questions and we'll be able to answer them all face to face on the call. And if you've never booked a reading before, then you can use the code STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S for $20 off your first reading. And next week, we'll be talking all about the solar eclipse in Aries, as well as the upcoming Mercury retrograde. So if you have any questions, again, feel free to send them to us. If you want to stay in the loop with us and what is to come, then make sure you're following us on social media. Again, all of our handles are at BLME, the stars. That is all for now. And we'll see you all next Monday.